0: Hey, the Rye, man, with another Broncos Country Blitz. Broncos beat the Browns 24-19 to go to 3-6 on the season. And we're past the halfway point in the season. Obviously, the bye week coming up next week. But I got to tell you, isn't this a nice way to go into the bye week? Did that not feel like an old-school Bronco game? Attacking on offense, solid defense. And you kind of wonder where it's been all year. I mean, the Browns are kind of struggling too, but it, it really seems like, I think unlike our other wins, this one you kind of felt like some of the pieces we've been waiting for were kind of starting to come together a little bit in this game. I mean, everything, and I'll go through it, but everything from the kick return game to the you know offensive play calling to the defense just solid again. I mean, great game all around, really. And it was against a desperate Browns team that, you know, while some people said that they thought the Broncos were going to be a surprise this year, a lot of people didn't expect us to do much, and we were going to be in a transition, year, transitional year this season. I mean, the Browns were picked to go to the Super Bowl by a lot of people at the starting of the season. So, I mean, this was like a desperation game for them to stay in it. And they couldn't pull it off against us. You know, we got to start with the guy that really stepped up in this game, Brandon Allen. I mean, talk about giving us exactly what we needed out of our backup quarterback. Solid passing game. You know, didn't even throw for 200 yards, but two touchdowns, didn't turn the ball over. And I've been preaching this to whoever the heck I've talked to about this ever since we've been having our offensive line woes, can't keep everyone healthy. A mobile quarterback fixes a lot of offensive line problems, and we saw that on Sunday. And it was great to see Brandon Allen pull the ball down and run. And really, I only thought he had a couple snaps where the pressure got to him that maybe, you know, he kind of got a little fancy with his feet and and, and got a little, you know, a little rushed and, and, and maybe kind of didn't know what to do with the pressure, but other than that, that guy was calm and collected all day long, made his reads, and we got to give Rick Scandarello some credit here. I mean, been been criticized a good part of the season, Brandon Allen even said after the game that Rick worked with him all week to give him a game plan that he was comfortable with from beginning to end, and I mean, you could definitely tell that, so it was As much as we've criticized our offensive coordinator, we have got to give him credit for this game. He did a great job with the young quarterback. Great game plan. And there was some creativity in there. And there were some deep shots in there. And so Joe Flacco's gone for the season. And what will his Bronco legacy be? One, One season and done? Will he be back next year? We don't know. But maybe the one thing he gave us Rick Scangarello, the conservative play calling that a lot of players seem to have been kind of commenting on, including Emmanuel Sanders, before he left. Joe Flacco, of course, called him out last week. And, and he's still growing in his offensive coordinator job, but maybe it gave him kind of the kick in the pants he needed. Like sometimes, you know, certain players on the team hear a certain comment or something happens and the light bulb goes off and it just kind of gives them the extra little kick they need. Same thing happens with coaches, and I wonder if that'll be the one legacy Flacco leaves behind, is he kind of said the right thing at the right time, kind of lit a fire under Rick, and next thing we know, our offense got a lot more creative the following week. I mean, but just Cortland Sutton, the way he played, didn't it look like him and Brandon Allen had chemistry for a lot more than just one game? It really did, and that touchdown catch that touchdown catch he had in the, in the first half. I mean, Brandon Allen even said it after the game in one of his other interviews. He thought it was the worst pass he threw all day because he so severely underthrew the ball, threw it too far inside. And what's Cortland Sutton do? Just goes up and gets it. No problem. We'll go ahead and grab it, make sure to one-hand it before we go to the ground. I mean, that guy has definitely turned into our one, number one receiver quickly and developed into what we thought he was going to be. So, awesome game by him and, and post game on the field when they talked to him, I mean the way he was hyped up, you would think we're not 3 and 6, you would think we're 6 and 3 heading towards the playoffs. It was a great thing to see. Phil Lindsay and you got to give the offensive line credit as well, but Phil Lindsay running tough all day, getting his 92 yards rushing, making the most of his carries, but offensive line, is beat up as it is, open up holes for him the majority of the day, and and just, off, you know, you love to see that when you're trying to run the clock out or you're trying to, you know, hold on to the lead and, and you get those big runs and those tough yards. Exactly what we've been waiting to see from our running game all season, and we got it against the Browns. And the other guy you got to mention, Noah Fant. I mean, Noah Fant came out, had his breakout game, in my opinion. I mean, we'll see if it continues after this, but hopefully that was the breakout game we were waiting for, including that huge reception from Allen. Just, I mean, the way he just knocked all the Browns defenders off. I mean, you knew he had that toughness when we drafted him. You saw it in the highlight reels, like, you know, his, his college tape, so to speak. We'd just been waiting for it. And boy, did he come through this weekend. Maybe that's all it took is us starting a quarterback with not much experience and all the players around him said, you know what, it is finally our time to step up and they all kind of did it at the same moment. But, solid effort on offense and the defense as much as they've unfortunately given up those late game-winning drives Uh against the Jaguars, the Bears, the Colts. Came up big today. Or Sunday, my apologies. Came up big Sunday. Went ahead and made the plays when they counted. Got the stops on fourth down on the Baker Mayfield sneak. Really had a solid defensive game. And for the most part, they have all season. I mean, really, the only time the defense hasn't performed is when basically they were gassed because our offense couldn't keep the ball long enough, and they were just winded by the fourth quarter. But really, our defense, for the most part, other than maybe not getting some of the sacks and stuff we would have liked to have seen at the beginning of the season, they've, they've had some really good games, and they've done it with players that they've plugged in to Fangio's system and have played really well. I mean... You know, Bradley Chubb, our, our guy that was supposed to be the the number one guy in our defense, I mean, obviously we saw Von Miller, but a lot of people predicted this was going to be his breakout year. We don't have him. And, and we're still playing solid defense up front. Got a ton of pressure yesterday. Man, talk about a huge game from Derek Wolfe. I mean, that guy was amazing yesterday. And, and and you're hearing the buzz. You're hearing the buzz you know, on the radio programs and, and some of the other Podcasts out there and stuff that the Derek Wolf and Chris Harris are warming back up to staying with the Broncos and everything. And then you got to wonder if some of those rumors are true that they're starting to see, as difficult as the past couple years have been in the starting of this season, that they're starting to see the schemes taking place and taking hold. And maybe it did just take patience. Nobody likes to be patient in this day and age. We live in the era of instant gratification, instant satisfaction. And so when something takes longer than we want it to, it's because everything's going wrong. But, but yesterday's game really felt like some things were starting to click. Now, I'm not saying it's going to continue after the bye. Going to Minnesota is a, is a tall order for any team this year. So we may not see the same results as we did against the Browns at home. But, but maybe if we can at least see just some of the same sparks and some of the continuations of things we saw against Cleveland. You know it'll just continue to give us that hope for next season as we continue through the rest of this season. And really, you know, you have to make a mention of it. Alexander Johnson on defense. I know it's probably just the locks of hair, but that guy seems like he's everywhere. He is. He is, He is on. Just he is on time with everything that he's doing. He seems to be in the right place on the field, and he seems to be in the middle of every play. And maybe that's just because his hair flinging around. You think he's part of the play even when he's not, and which did happen. We were watching the game. We thought he was in the middle of a play because he started celebrating right away and then realized on the uh on the jumbotron that he wasn't anywhere near it. He had just run that fast over to the end of the play to celebrate. But that guy plays tough and really I'd be shocked if, if Broncos management doesn't feel the same way and the coaches. We have found our middle linebacker in Alexander Johnson. That I said it a couple weeks ago, that dude is a beast. He has not let off the gas pedal, and it's just refreshing to see. One more mention before we finish up all the positives from this win. So, got to go to the game with my uncle, who's a huge Utah Utes fan. So, always have to go ahead and give a shout-out to him. We had a Devontae Booker sighting. We even had a Devontae Booker sighting on Sunday. Had a key catch and a key kick return. I mean, you hadn't heard that guy's name all season and he even pitched in. I mean that tells you it's a good game. You know, Garrett Bowles only had the the one the one penalty yesterday as well. He still seems to have cleaned up his game pretty good as well. I mean still probably you know letting too many people around the edge and, and kind of starting to tackle too many, but you're not hearing the penalties. So so it tells you that he's trying to get things corrected. At least that's what it tells me. Okay, let's not keep making the same penalties and the same mistakes. Let's try to keep improving. So, great overall team effort by the Broncos. Couldn't be happier for Brandon Allen coming out, playing the way he did. Um, And it was just really neat at the end of the game. He tried handing the ball back to the officials. and, And a bunch of Bronco players rushed up and made sure that he got the game ball, which was just, I thought that was a really neat moment. And let's talk quarterback real quick. It's one game. Brandon Allen looked really good. He didn't act like the the moment was too big for him. He was calm and collected. The guy's got a strong arm. He's got mobility. And one big knock on him was he had small hands coming out of college. I didn't see that ball fumble out of his hands at any point. Let's see if he can build on this. Now, obviously, I know Drew Locke we're all hoping is the future. But we've we've had those cases and those instances of the, you know, the, the undrafted guys, uh, guys that are drafted in the later rounds and everything, becoming successes in the NFL. I am definitely not comparing him to this guy, but I think we all know the biggest guy that came out of the sixth round that is now the GOAT, Tom Brady. Not comparing him to Tom Brady in any way, just making the point that as much as people covet the first and second round picks a quarterback, sometimes these other guys come out of the woodworks uh, to go ahead and become excellent quarterbacks in the NFL. I mean, I'll just point another one out, Russell Wilson, third-round pick. Now, I always thought he was good. I always thought he could be uh, basically someone's franchise quarterback. I, I got to see him play a lot in college. I just You just kind of felt he had the it factor there. But when he came into the NFL, a lot of people didn't feel that way. They, they thought, oh, well, you know, he's a later-round pick, and and, and basically, he'll he'll be a good backup. He's got a chance to be a solid starter in the league. Nothing spectacular. And look what happened. He's up for the MVP award this year. So goes to show that scouts and these analysts don't know everything. Like I said, it's one game. But Brandon Allen has given us hope that we now have two quarterbacks. And Drew Locke and a Brandon Allen that we can truly develop and see who can take over for the Broncos. So, great game! I think all of Bronco Mania enjoyed that game yesterday. It really felt like an old school game with all the big plays and the big stops. And and who knows? Maybe that maybe we'll look back at the 2019 season and go, yeah, this was the best home game we had all season. Um, and if so, that's fine with me, because guess what? It was against the Cleveland Browns. And and we always terrorize them anyway, so why don't we just make this the why don't we just make our marquee game of 2019 if it ends up being that way against the Browns? It would just fit, right? So until next time, once again the Broncos beat the Browns 24-19. And this is the Rye Man with the Broncos Country Blitz.